Newcastle's best maids. Nick, Jess and Ducko with Ash London. The new McCrispy from Macca's is set to be their next big thing. Try it today at Macca's. Available after 10.30am. Welcome to the Nick, Jess and Ducko with Ash London podcast. It's 106.9. It's Nick, Jess, Ducko and Ash. Hey, it's the last podcast with us three guys. Oh my gosh. Would you believe it? Thanks for a lovely couple of weeks, darling. Oh, it's been so much fun. Thank you for being on board. It must yeah, feel like a bit of a blur for you, Ash. Easy. You know, it must, this is gonna be like you, you look back on your Newcastle time and go, "What was that? What happened? What even was that?" Yeah, yeah but that's such as life, isn't it? Yeah, just such. looking back on shit we've done, going, "What was that?" Never look yeah. back. Always look forward. What's been the right. weirdest brief job that you've ever had, Ash? Has there been a job that you've done and just been like, "What mm. the hell was that? Why? Why did I serve ice creams to dogs for a week or something?" I don't know. <laughs> no. No, because I just do the same thing over and over again, which is just like pop up on radio shows for a couple of weeks. I've never actually done like, you know, like actually, let me think. Oh, once for Cadbury's favorites, yeah. I had to be strapped in to and then picked up by a crane and lowered into a giant box of Cadbury's favorites. And that was absolutely terrifying, mainly because... A thousand people below saw my camel toe, but also it was very <laughs> high up. You were so that was skirt. terrifying. Uh, no, a camel toe was in like I was wearing oh, um, tight, pants. tight like yeah, yeah. pants, but mm. the harness oh, was just yeah. like so right, right up. up my yeah. like we get moose so knuckles, was, they get camel toes. Yep, 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 yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, right. Was that for Not a radio fun. thing or was that just for like a... It was. It was for a radio thing and, and I think like... The winner chose a favourite and I got blindfolded and had to go down and pick one out. And if I chose the one that they'd chosen, they got $100,000 or something. Oh, right. Wow, hey. Gone to the glory days like that. That yeah. would have been good fun. Ducko yeah. used to be a traffic yeah. helicopter. I did. I was the eye in the sky. I was a traffic chopper Oh, guy. yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a, you couldn't that pay was me a to do that. fucking that shit job. I would never do <laughs> yeah. that again. Ever. <laughs> Honestly, you'd be working with people who would get an orgasm over traffic crashes. Like you're sitting in the traffic oh. uh, ATN traffic centre and they're like, no, there's been a five car pile up. There's casualties. Let's go. And I'm like, what the shit? Like, that is horrible. Yeah, absolutely horrible. And you spend three hours there. You spend half an hour in the chopper. And then the other two hours, two and a bit hours, you're inside this little dodgy room, literally looking at traffic radars and monitors, and then <gasps> recording five different things every 15 minutes for different radio stations. Oh, my God. Like, that I did it for sucks. Colin Jackie O. Uh, I did it for Fitz and Whipper. Traffic like to I the stars. WSFM. Oh, mate. Mm. And, and, yeah, it was and the camera angle in that helicopter is oh. so bad that no matter how hot you are, you look like an ogre on yeah, that yeah. thing. <laughs> it, it makes you really, like, pale and white. And then what happens is yeah. you learn, because I was, I was doing it in Sydney, and I was very new to Sydney, so I didn't know the Sydney roads that well. Because mm. yeah. every time I'd be above somewhere, I'd be like, the chick behind me who's doing it for Channel 7, she, but we share the same chopper. I'm like, what's uh, what's this highway? What's this one? <laughs> and she's like, are you serious? Like, it's whatever. Like a main one. I'd write it down, and I'd write just enough down until the super, like the graphics on the screen would come up. Yeah. Like, good morning, it's uh, Nick Allen Duckett here in the traffic chopper. Well, as you can see on the M1, there is a five-car pop. And if I knew I had more time, I'd just slow it down. Five-car pop, and it is going to be a slow trip this morning. And then, the, <laughs> then when the screen would change, I could see they were seeing graphics. I'd grab my clipboard and just <laughs> read out reading. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I remember I'd spent a whole school holiday summer just um, pushing out. I was in a factory just pushing out r- those foam reindeer horns that you can put on your head for Christmas. <laughs> yes. yes. Gosh, and I spent so the whole summer just pushing them out of their square molds. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That would be horrific. Yeah. Yep. Eight hours a day. <laughs> Oh, you and made bank though. Made bank. Yeah. As a 17-year-old, I reckon, I was rich by the end of that summer. And I'll tell you what, yeah. my hands were super supple. There was something in 
that foam that I was touching all yeah. day, every day for eight nice. hours, that I just had the softest Some hands. Chemical. Soft, yeah. Soft, soft, little off the outer layer of your skin. Yeah. yeah. But everyone, they'd shake my hand and go, Poof. Soft hands. <laughs> really nice soft. For a guy who plays footy, soft yeah, hands, man. Supple. <laughs> supple little hands. Yeah, not the reaction I was necessarily after, but, yeah, you know, mm. I took it. <laughs> not good for the closer. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Um, well, it's been a fun time, Ash. Thank you. For, thanks, guys. Thanks love for, you both. Thanks for coming much. on. Um, love you too. Yeah, would you say now that you do love us? You know, there's been. Yeah, absolutely. Good. You boys are the best. I've done so many shows and usually the talent rock up every day and like with nothing. Just like, yeah, one of the producers going to do, but you, you, you're amazing. So creative, so wonderful, care oh. a lot. Oh, thank best. you. Thank well, you. Well, it's been a joy. It's been and a also snoozy. What a darling. Yeah. Very good. Just, no, it's amazing how much you do on your own, babes. It's yeah. very, very impressive. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. Oh, this is nice. Should we end it on a fun note? Yeah. yeah. Um, snooze slept in this morning again. Indeed. Oh, no. <laughs> I wanted Ash to have the full um, NJD with Ash London experience. (laughs) Good, yeah, nice. Good save, babe. (laughs) It's fun, isn't it? Um, Right now, guys, I wanted to get your advice on something because I'm finding it a little bit weird. Uh, I'm finding it quite hard to grapple with. Mm -hmm. Um, My wife, not so much. But I want to see what you guys think. Okay, great. So come to the right place. You finally grown pubes. Normal part of life. I was wondering what they were. I just, I had no idea. I was reading the book, Hair in Funny Places, and I just thought, is it, is it my time? Is it at 32 years of age? Is it my time? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) My voice changed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No. Uh, You you know, you know that, uh, that my mother-in-law sixties was here a few weeks ago. Yeah. Organized that. My parents came as well. They had a great time. Yeah. Now my, my parents and Morgan's parents are pretty close. Yeah. But nice. now, after that, they're like, <laughs> they're starting to plan things together. For example, they want to do a boat cruise together in the Kimberleys over in WA oh. and go and oh. go traveling with some of their friends, like Morgan's parents' friends, and then mum and dad, and maybe some of mum and dad's friends, and they kind of merge tribes, oh. and they're going to hang beautiful. out together. Is it though? Yes. I don't know if that is yeah. beautiful. why would it not be? I what, just... What's, what, the bad outcome that I you're thinking. I just of. feel like it's getting a bit too. It's getting a bit too close now. You know, like my parents and Morgan's parents go on holidays together. Yeah, look, I don't know about that. There's there's two stories that I'd like to relay to you here. here so my best mate and his wife's family now live in apartments next door to each other. Hmm. Okay, they bought them specifically so that they could hang out and they get along like a house on fire. So right. wonderful. It's okay. really beautiful to watch. Yeah. On the other hand, another mate of mine got together with his girl and then his parents became really, really close. Yeah. So close that they started dating. And then um, the daughter, my friend and uh, partner broke up, but the parents stayed together. Parents stayed together, yes. <laughs> so now yeah. at every family dinner, yeah. they see their ex at the dinner table <laughs> because they're the son or daughter of their parents' relationship. I think, it's we- I think it's weird if your parents are dating regardless. That's weird. Like, yes, there's obviously no incest because whatever, but come on, that's weird. Like, yeah. I'm... Married, I'm dating you, and my mum and your dad are banging. That's yep. weird. It's very strange. It was very strange. That, that's that's a strange that's situation. Uh, that's, I and, mean, you should be grateful, Ducko. Yeah, I'm going to put that. Neither of our parents together. are banging. Like that's <laughs> that's not happening, as far as I'm aware. It's a cruise, um, I don't know. But yeah, that's Unless what I said. it's some swingers cruise. Well, that's why. That's I was like, you guys going on a cruise in WA in the Kimberleys? I was like, was this kids in the bowl situation? <laughs> what the hell's that's happening hard. here? You know, no, it's not Ash. It's weird and. 
And I don't know. I said to Morgan, they left, and I said, I don't know. That doesn't sit right with me. And she's like, no, it's fine. They'll have fun. My uh, my main concern is it like my mum is a lot of fun, right? And I get I get a lot of I get a lot of my name. No, I get stop it. I get a lot of my sense of humour from my mum. But sometimes mum, like me, can put her foot in it. And she hasn't done it in front of Morgan's parents yet. But I'm just very concerned that she's gonna gotcha. put her foot in it in front of Morgan's parents, and they're gonna be like, whoa, we didn't see that coming. Oh, and if you're on the high seas, there's no escape. There's no escape. And then it's a long cruise. <laughs> down them Kimberleys and all of a sudden the keys aren't looking so good in that bowl. You know? Yeah. yeah I can't understand off. that. Yeah. But that's family. You're all in. You know what I mean? Like once you become family, you have to just be all in. You take the good with the bad. Yeah. yeah. I think it's it can only be a good thing because it's worse than them not getting along. But I get it. Yeah. But I think you just need to like, you know, let them run free. They're adults. Yeah. Let them live. Yeah. And then their other question was like, well, you guys could come with us. I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> not a chance. <laughs> Nick's rejected content. Yep, look, two days left until I'm finished up on this show. And so I thought, well, I might as well get out the content that was rejected over the years because why the heck not? I was told no at the time. Well, you can't tell me no now. <laughs> okay, so uh, today... Who's the real winner now? I thought the joy of today's rejected Uh, content was that it's been rejected so many times. Yeah. So as a lot of the hit family would know, we do a segment every single Friday called Do Ya Don't Ya. And we always bat up what we think might be a good do ya don't ya. Well, these ones I've said every week for probably the last two years, yeah. and we always seem to find something else. <laughs> we just, you know, just sort of go, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah look cool. out the, yeah. Look out the window, got, and it's just like, oh. Yeah, good gilly, or oh, we yeah. could do. Is there anything then... topical this week? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, these are the ones that you can have a small discussion about them if you like, but these are the ones that I've been batting up for a very, very long time to no avail. Couldn't get it on air. All right, so here we go. Do you, don't you, flip the pillow on a hot night? I thought that this was a goodie. I've never done it. Didn't yeah, know it was a thing. It's been, uh, Do you? No? It's no. I, just, I mean, it's, I don't think it's inspiring. You know. one, okay. It's not going to okay. get passion. Right. Yeah. All right. Do you, don't you, get hangovers? Because science says apparently yeah. 5 to 23% of the population don't. It? <laughs> hangover. It's just a bit of fun. <laughs> bit of fun. And also. A boozy night out and you're hungover the next day. Everyone now, gets hangovers. Calculation. Everyone gets hangovers. I do. I do I hate people that say, I don't get hangovers. You get a hangover. Everyone gets one. Mate, science says otherwise. Yeah. I don't know why it's such a big 5 to 23%. I don't know why it's that big, but whatever. Yeah. It's larger than I thought it would be. Was it because I brought science into hangovers? I'd say so. I mean, look, you saw Ash's reaction. It's the first time she's heard that. I've heard it for two years. (laughs) All right. What about, do you, don't you get bun anxiety where you go to Bunnings and you just start getting anxious because you don't know which aisle to go in. Yeah. Don't know what to do. Bun anxiety. I've spoken about that on but all you do is you hold your phone on the Bunnings website, type in what you want, find the product, and it tells you aisle 42, bay 6. I know, but like sometimes I've accidentally left it on the Walls End store and I'm in the Katara store and then I, I, I get stressed out and I don't know whether to ask someone. I always get it. the aisles of Bunnings. Yeah, all 140 of them. Yeah, it's scary. It is a scary place, the big green place. Okay, well, we're divided, guys. So maybe this was a good one that I, should have been to, put through. To be fair, I don't remember Nick ever bringing this one. <laughs> this okay. is the first I've heard I of that I gave up one. about two years ago. <laughs> Maybe it was four years ago. Uh, Maybe it was before your time, Ducko. That segment wasn't there before my time. Okay, that doesn't make sense then. <laughs> All right, what about this one? I brought this up once a few months ago and then never brought it up again because everyone said it was stupid. Yes. Do you, don't you have a favourite pen? <laughs> Uh, all right, we'll move straight on. Uh, do you, don't you use tabs to close your cereal? I was told that I was the only person in the world that does that. You know the little closed tabs? Are people using those? Oh, 
All right. No. Yeah. All right, you do you? Don't you wash your oven mitts? Wash your oven mitts. Hey, that's not a bad one. oven mitts? Do you wash your oven mitts? I've never done it personally, but, you know, it could be a good one. I did mine yesterday. Oh, did you? I don't believe her yeah. for two seconds. No, I did. The most I unhygienic did. member of the team did not wash her oven mitt. See, this is starting conversations, guys. I feel like this one could have made it over the line. Okay, All that right. one could have made it through. Could have made it through. All right, and last one for yeah. you. Do you, don't you get self-conscious when a group of girls giggle near you? <laughs> Thought maybe that one was a bit long-winded. Are they giggling near you, are they? <laughs> What's happened in your life for that for that to come up? It doesn't matter. They could be like five tables away and not anywhere near you, but if a group of girls giggle about you, it doesn't matter how confident, old, or successful you are, you will immediately get self-conscious. <laughs> I agree with that. I agree with that. Oh, yeah. See, we've got a big do over there. Yeah, I, I Not like... you, Ash? No, because I know that most teenage girls have no idea what's happening outside of their little world. It's just... They're too self-obsessed to care about you. Like, they don't care about you. Gilly's like, is it me? Is it my hair? <laughs> is is that what it is? Do you think it's got something to do with you and they're laughing at you? I don't know what it is. It's like, yeah. is it my stupid face? It's my stupid face. Have I, have I still got it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to strut near these. No, uh, speaking creepy. of. Creepy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, also, I should say, guys, made a boo-boo. Taylor Swift tickets are actually tomorrow, not today at 10 a.m. Oh, okay. oh, that's my fault. Yeah. I said it was today. Yeah, and it's tomorrow. My boss, a boss just messaged us. It's tomorrow. So, everyone, it's tomorrow at 10 a.m. Not today. I mm. uh, just want to put that okay. one out there. Um, but no, well, well done. Thank I'm you for glad. coming on this journey. Yeah. Sounds like all of those should have been rejected. What's trending? What's trending? Trending now. I uh, came across this the other day, team, and thought, geez, this is great. Local people, local legends doing incredible things, and we love that. Uh, it's a local charity called Run DIPG. It's based in Newcastle and Lake Mac, and it's dedicated to improving the outcomes for patients, families, and communities impacted by what I didn't realize. I didn't know about this, but it's the deadliest form of childhood cancer, DIPG, DMG. Yeah. I, I had never heard of this before. No, I, th- I think, I'm pretty sure it starts in the brainstem, yep. and, it, and it pretty much only happens to kids, kids. largely, and it does. It doesn't go well unless treated very, very early. Spot on. So it's between the ages of six to nine that it affects you, like uh, six to nine-year-olds, and the survival is just nine to 11 months after being diagnosed oh with it. gosh. It's, it's an aggressive stage four cancer. It's horrific. So this charity does amazing things. They're based in Redhead. The research facility uh, is all out of Newcastle Uni. But... Uh, last Friday, uh, they had a run DIPG. They hosted its inaugural Heels to Heal lunch. This was in Sydney. They do a, a few charity events over the year. This one was in Sydney. Uh, and there was a little local girl called Evie Pullman who sadly has passed away at the age of nine. She was diagnosed just after Christmas 2020. Oh, she had four brain operations. She was an absolute trooper. And before she passed away, she painted this. Like It's actually an incredible picture. Like It's an amazing picture of an Aussie soldier at sunrise. Oh, wow. This picture at the event they had last Friday sold. For $100,000. What? $100,000 her picture sold for. That is as wild as it is amazingly good. It's incredible, right? So I wanted to give them a shout out. They do great things. We'll put the link up uh, on our Instagram at Jess and Darko. They've got plenty of annual events that they do each year. Obviously, uh, all the events for this year are done. Uh, but they're based in Redhead. They've got you know plenty coming up. So make sure you do check them out and get around them as well because it is a horrific, horrific thing. And they're raising awareness and vital funds and stuff to hopefully find a cure for this. Yeah. Amazing. Um, yeah. All right, well, great stuff. I know, yeah, I'll show show you a photo of her picture as well. It's very, I mean, I I actually thought, I was like, geez, that's got to be a professional who's painted that. Like, I can show you a little screenshot of it here now, if you can see. Oh my gosh, that's very, very good. Wow. 
Wow. Yeah. $100,000. $100,000. unbelievable. $100,000. So make sure you get around them. They're a local charity run DIPG, and they're doing amazing things for what is a Love horrific, it. horrific thing. Yeah. All right, let's get that link up. If you do have anything to spare, no, it's tough times, but it would mean a lot. Get around it. Get around it. We need you on the phones right now, 131060. You're asking, what'd your pet tell you? What? Like, what did your pet tell you? Did they, how did they tell you? What was it? Hey, Reggie. You? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> did your pet actually talk to you? Because I'd also take you on the phone. <laughs> yeah, I'd yeah, yeah. I'd happily talk to you. The Scooby, uh, I mean, always found out that the first person you met in the episode turned out to be the bad guy with a mask on. Oh, jeez. Some some valid points there, Nikhil. <laughs> Thank you, mate. Uh, anyway, we know Optus went out yesterday, guys. They're out for like eight hours. Some people got really hit hard by it. Some people are only getting service back this morning. Jeez, that's that's Jeez. a long time. Um, Vodafone Telstra licking their lips, but that's not what we're here to discuss. We're here to discuss Annie. Annie, who called into ABC Radio yesterday mm-hmm. to tell everyone she actually knew the Optus outage happened first. She actually knew around 6 a.m. because her cat told her. I beg your pardon. Her puss told her that there was an Optus outage. That there, that, that, that there was no, there was no internet. She didn't misconstrue a meow. I don't know how a meow can sound like Optus <laughs> outage. No, I don't think so. Because the cranky so cat. What happened, Duckman? Uh, well, as you, as, you, as you know, cats, they love, they're, they're good for a couple of things. Food. Yeah. Uh, and getting out of your hair. Uh, it turns out this little cat has an automatic feeder. It's connected to the Wi-Fi. All oh, right. So she, every day they go to the automatic feeder. The Wi-Fi turns it on. Bang, the food comes out. They, she eats her food. The cat leaves. Yeah. The cat was waiting by the food bowl at 6.30 yesterday going, sorry, 6.10, going, where's my food? The food wasn't coming out. The cat would be so pissed off. So annoyed. So angry and pissy. So the cat goes into Annie's room, goes into mummy's room and starts, you know, meowing, nudging, maybe a bit of clawing, I suppose. And she's being like, what's going on? And then mummy's like, hang on, isn't your feeder going off? Worked out, realised the Wi-Fi's down, the feeder's not working. Thus, the cat... Told her about the Optus outage. Oh my gosh. Does Pam tell you anything? Is Pam a big predictor of storms or. I was trying to rack my brain about this. Pam is not good for much there. <laughs> Pam doesn't <laughs> tell me much. If there's, she's if, so cute. She's very cute, uncoordinated. She'll, you know, lots of anxiety. But if there's lightning, she'll go under the bed. Yeah. Um, but after the fact. Yeah, after the fact. She can't even predict yeah. or smell the storm. No, Pam doesn't, Pam doesn't give me much prediction to anything, unfortunately. I wish she did. She's not an oracle. Mm. No. Well, if we have a greyhound, honey girl, yes, and if I hadn't already done a pregnancy test literally like three days before my period was due, um, if I had waited until my period was due, I would have known I was pregnant because honey was just all over me. Not an affectionate dog, but was just like sniffing me, near me, oh. on me, nuzzling my stomach. And she was like that for the first, like, literally from conception up until about three or four months pregnant. She was just like, could smell the hormone changes. It was amazing. That's so funny because Gianni, Jess's dog, was just like. Useless. Whatever. Doesn't even notice. It did, did not notice anything about it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm... But Honey's a hunter. Like, it's yes. like greyhounds are bred to like chase and smell their hound. So I think it's, it's certain breeds of dogs are better than others. Yeah. I, I think yeah, if yeah. ever the day Morgan gets pregnant, Pam will know, but she'll be plotting that child's vendetta, like that demise of that <laughs> oh, child yeah. from an early age. Like, yeah. <laughs> like she'll be, yeah, she'll be formulating plans from an yeah. early age. Find it with a whiteboard in a room somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 131060, what did your pet tell you? Oh. Uh, did your pet give you a sign? Yeah, producer Snoozer mm. said Harlow, her dog, can sniff the possums out. Okay. Oh, that's yes, good. but he doesn't go out. He just pokes his head out the um, the doggy door and, and barks. But you know that there's a possum outside. Right. Oh. Just warning, get off my property. 
Yeah. Get off yeah. my property. I ain't going to come get you. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm not touching you. I'm so eight d- kilos and yeah. I'm going to come for you. Yeah. <laughs> the dog version of a rocking chair and a shotgun on the porch. Quite literally, yeah. Nice. Get off my property. <laughs> 13-10-60, call fame prize up for grabs. What'd your pet tell you? Uh, we go to Ivy in Brandy Hill. Good morning. Good morning. Ivy, what did your pet tell you? So our cat tells us when it's going to rain. Oh, how so? Ooh. Well, he always seems to, and it's not only him, it's the other cats that I've had as well, but this one just, it proves it. He will clean himself, but he'll always wrap his paw around his ear before it's going to rain. I don't know if it's a cat thing or if anyone mm. else knows about it, but that's what happens. Wrap his paw around his ear, like cleaning, cleaning that ear. Yeah, like he clean, yeah, he cleans like right behind, right behind his ear. That's just what he does, wow. and then it rains. I don't know. That is interesting. Yep. I wonder if any other cats that. do that. Yeah. I believe that. Yep. Oh, we have to find out from somebody else. That's a, what you. It can be like a normal sunny day afternoon, and then the cat starts doing that. You're like, oh gee, she's gonna rain. Yeah, and then it rains. Wow. I don't know what it is. Oh my gosh, I just googled yeah. it, babe. It's because the yeah, change in air pressure. They can, their ears are so sensitive oh. to the pressure that when it's about to rain, the pressure changes. They pull their ear because there's a change in pressure. Oh, wow. It's almost like trying Thank to pop you. their ears. There you to, go. That's awesome. Yes, the cat will rub its ears <laughs> yeah. for relief. They're able to detect slight changes in air pressure as a result of their very sensitive inner ears, which also allow them to land upright when falling. Wow. There you go. There you that's go. so cool. The more you know. There you go. Nice. Uh, we got Ashley in Green Hills on 13, 10, 60. Uh, Ash, what did your pet tell you? My dogs tell me when there's ambulances or police around, like my, my male dog, he will sit on the edge of the veranda and howl exactly the same as, like, the same tune as what a siren does. He'll go, ow, ow, and he doesn't stop until he's been told to cut it out. Like, he hears it from miles away. I can't even hear it sometimes, and he'll be out there howling, telling me that there's something going on. Wow, I love that he's in the same tune as well. I see him having like one pour up to yeah, his yeah, ear, yeah, like yeah, Mariah, yeah. like, ow. He's like, <laughs> yeah, and he yeah. does not stop. I, I have to get up every time and be like, hey, stop. Like, he's so loud, too. He lets the whole neighborhood know. That's great. He just, it's almost like he's auto tuning himself. Like, <laughs> you know how each, like, an Ambo, a police car, fire, is sort of different yeah. siren sounds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if he can tell. Which, I wonder if you could ask him and he could speak which one is which. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure he'd be able to tell me. Yeah, I'm sure he would yeah. be. I'm sure he would be. Maybe you could it's test like him now. like kids in helicopters. Yes. They say there's a helicopter and you can't hear it, but if they say there's a helicopter, there will be a helicopter at some point in the next 10 seconds. Yeah, just don't yeah, yeah. Really? They know. That's well, a universal off. truth. Kids just get it, right? It is. They, they just, know. They just know there's a helicopter. Yeah. I didn't know yeah. that. Because it's, it's the best it's day of their best. life every time it happens. <laughs> best day. Ah, to be young again. <laughs> $50,000 of luxurious home upgrades for just 5K? Yes, please. Search Montgomery Homes. One, two, three, it's like ABC. It's 106.9, 10K Alphabet. Got all the money. 30 seconds to answer 10 questions, all starting with the same letter. Have to take your first answer. Can't use the same answer twice, and if you're unsure of the question, just say pass. We'll come back to you if there is time. Uh, stepping up today for $10,000 from Macquarie Hills, we have Michelle. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning. How are you going? Good, thanks, Michelle. What are we doing with $10,000 this morning? Look, family holiday or new boobies? Let's see. Hey! Oh. Are we going bigger or smaller? Bigger. Okay. Nice. Could you go to a family holiday place where, you yeah. know, how well, there's some Well, you could get places... boobies at the same time. Yeah. yeah. I feel like yes. the Gold Coast yeah. specialises in that. 
Ooh, not bad. All right, well, let's win and, and then we'll, we'll make that happen. Okay. All right, All right. Great. It's fun for the whole family. You know Absolutely. I mean? yeah. <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving. Yes. <laughs> All right, let's do it then. Your letter this morning is the letter U. U, U. for umbrella. Yep. Oh, okay. You okay. for unbelievable titties. Yeah, or cup, yeah. cup, cup size, you. They pay for themselves. That would be a manageable you cup. That would be too top heavy, will it? It won't fall when I'm running. <laughs> You'd be kicking those things. Uh, okay, <laughs> let's get started. Your time will start after the first question. Here we go. Starting with the letter U, I need you to name a family member. Uncle. A planet. Uranus. A form of transport. Pass. Something you wear. Underwear. An adjective. Pass. An athlete. Usain Bolt. A mythical creature. Pass. A shop. Pass. A sea creature. Pass. A country. Ukraine. Uh, form of transport. Uber. Oh, in with oh, Uber. She, she'd been marinating on form of transport. That's oh, yeah. Came back with it strong, though. All right, well, yeah. assuming that you got that in time, it's a moot point, but you got six there. Well done, Michelle. Thank you. No worries. You've got $100 to spend at the Young Street Hotel, though. Welcome to Paradise. All right. Thank you so much. Not a problem. Hey, let's take you through them. An adjective, ugly, useless, a mythical creature, a unicorn, a shop, urban outfitters, universal, a sea creature, an urchin. And that's about it. Ah, Michelle. Good luck. Thank you so much, guys. Yeah, I was going to wish you luck with the titty journey. but uh, Oh, yeah, that too. But, yeah. It'll happen. It'll happen. We'll get there one day. Uh, Such a caring guy, Doctor. <laughs> hey, man. When it comes to Michelle's titties, I am caring. Uh, <laughs> 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 I regret saying that. <laughs> the things we say. There's something about them that makes them the same. The things we say. They're universal truths. Oh. Yes, those truths that nobody can deny, that nobody can deny, that nobody can deny. 131060, if you've got one. Yep. Do you want me to kick us off today, yeah, gang? Yeah, go for it. All right. Here we go. Uh, it is a universal truth that it doesn't matter if there are 10 in your area, there will always be one stretch of road where you wish there was a service station on your side. <laughs> That's a universal truth. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, shit. I always forget the old. You're going to do the old. I want to be a part of it. Yeah, you really want them on your remember. side. I've got one that you, I just thought of. Yes, go for it. It literally just happened to me. Yeah. It is a universal truth that if you have an important work meeting or a holiday to go on, your child will wake up sick. <laughs> That's a universal truth. Oh. Absolutely. Yeah. Every yeah. time. Yeah. Staying in the realm of children, actually, I've got one. Yep. For my fur child. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is for the fur parents out there. <laughs> uh, a family member messaged me this one, but it's a universal truth. When you go to sleep with, say, a dog in your bed, they'll pass out so beautiful and you'll wake up with their butt in your face. <laughs> That's a universal yeah. truth. Oh! It's right there. It's also true for kids, for, for human children as well, I would, I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With a butt in the face. They'll at least go horizontal yeah, in the bed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Take yeah. Always horizontal. Room. You could be alone like in the king You put a pillow down. Bed. Yeah. You, there's all, you've made a beautiful little nest for them to sleep in. No, nope, we're going to go horizontal with my head in one parent's, the small of their back, and my butt in the other parent's <laughs> face. It's just... We go to Summer in Madawi. Summer, do you have a universal truth for us? 
I have a universal truth that you'll have a regular staff meeting scheduled for the same time every week and without a fail, your boss will walk in late, five minutes late with a coffee in hand and say, God, wasn't the traffic bad today? <laughs> That's a universal truth. Because oh! he's a boss, you can't say yeah, anything about can't it. Say anything. You do? Like, but just... they've got time to get a coffee. They oh. just can't be on time <laughs> right. for the meeting, but they've got time for the coffee. Imagine it was you that walked into the meeting late with a coffee summer. Oh. <laughs> Different Never. story. Never. Yeah, different, yeah. I feel like someone really got something off her chest. Yeah, man. I think so. Which is good. Shout out to Summer's boss this morning. Being therapeutic. Kate in Belmont, you got a universal truth for us? Oh, yeah, the happening um, today, and Ash, I'm sure you'll appreciate it. When you're on your way into the office and you straighten the blows off your hair, um, it's going to rain. Oh, geez, it broke up. The phone line broke up. When you're on the straighten way to the your office. Hair. And if you straighten your hair that oh, morning on your way to the office, it's going to rain. Straighten your oh. hair, it'll rain. <laughs> and that's the truth. Oh, yeah. Preaching that one to Ash. Yeah. Preaching that one to Ash. Has that happened to you today, Kate? Uh, what have I got to cover my head with? Oh, I've got a nappy <laughs> and a bloody scarf. <laughs> it'll do. Oh, God. And I only go into the office once every fortnight. So <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Always uh. happens. All right, Emily and Rankin Park, lay it on us, Universal Truth. This is an Alpha Bucks universal truth. Yes. So it's a universal truth that Jess will claim that your letter is a solid letter. (laughs) (laughs) That's a universal truth. Ah, very good, Emily. 100% of the time. It's a solid letter for you today. It's a B. Solid letter, it's a T. Solid letter today, it's a K. Solid letter, it's an X. (laughs) (laughs) Just says it. Or she'll say, uh, while we're just piling on, good friend of the show. (laughs) For every person we have. (laughs) Uh, Ah, that's a ripper, Emily. Well done, Emily. Hey, let's give Emily something, hey? Oh, Uh, yeah. Do you want to give her Hundred bucks to spend at Bedhead hats. hats, the comfiest sun hats for babies, kids, and now adults. That's all yours, Emily. Thank you. But right now, I wanted to talk to you about a, a story from my household where I don't know if there's anyone better than a six-year-old to a keep you on your toes and b keep you grounded and just in nice. life, you know, pressing on. Yeah. Because got myself six-year-old twins, Harriet Notice, and I was home. Uh, on my own with the twins the day after I found out that I was losing my job, right? Yeah. And so uh, I was a bit sad. I yeah. was I was having a little cry and I thought, I'll just take myself into the bedroom, lie down on the bed, just let it out a bit, uh, and then I'll nice. get back to parenting. They were happily playing Lego. It was fine. Anyway, so I'm there having a little bit of a weep and all of a sudden I hear, <laughs> Dad! <laughs> Dad! <laughs> Dad! from down the hall from Otis. And uh, I'm just like, I just need a couple of minutes, buddy. Just need a couple of minutes. I'll come out soon. And uh, I just heard running down the hallway. Dad. Very excited. Sees my face. Sees tears running down my face. The sadness on my face. And pauses for a beat. Taking in. Okay, dad's crying. I'll throw dad. Then plows on with. Dad, I built a train. <laughs> nice. like, that's so great, buddy. Um, well done. I uh, just need a couple of minutes. Yeah. I'll be out soon, okay? Okay, Dad. Down the hallway. No more than 10 seconds later. Dad! <laughs> Dad! Buddy, I just need two minutes. Back up the hallway. Dad, I put lights on it and a chimney. <laughs> it's better now. Okay. Uh, Thanks, buddy. Look, I still I still just need a couple of minutes. I'll be out soon, okay? Okay, I'll be out soon. I just need a moment. Runs back down the hallway. No more than 10 seconds later. Dad, dad. I'm like, buddy, I just need two minutes. And he goes, come, come. <laughs> oh. I'm like, I'm not going to come out, but I just, need a, I just need a sec, okay? I'll be out there soon. 
Come, Daddy, come. And then, sure enough, runs into the hall and he goes, Dad, I can't find a piece to be the stopper at the end of the track. Oh, come on, get him a stopper, Dad. I know. So, I mean, what else do you do? stopper. You're just like, yeah. Okay, buddy. Let's go find ourselves a stopper, okay? <laughs> yeah. Come and out on. you come. You just got to suck it up and you got to go find Ain't yourself a little Lego stopper. <laughs> yeah. Ain't that just parenthood? It is, just... That is just it in a nutshell. Your feelings no longer matter. Nope. You have to put heartbreak, all <laughs> those feelings of rejection, pain and fear aside. Yeah. To find a stopper for a train that he will probably be sick of playing with in, what, three minutes? Oh, absolutely. And they just they just really don't care. They'll just plow on. No. And what I love is that they'll still love you. It doesn't matter. They don't care if you've got a job or not. Like, yeah. No, they don't know what, they don't know what that is. <laughs> like he said the other day, he was asking for dessert, right? And I was just like, no, nah, buddy, you can't have dessert tonight. You had dessert last night. You can have some fruit or some wheat bix if you want. And he goes, you'll give me dessert or I'll fire you too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that is savage. And, uh, <laughs> that is savage. No, no. what do you even say to that? You're like, oh, shut up, you little... <laughs> just, ah. <laughs> it just starts crying <laughs> on the table. <laughs> oh, oh Got to love kids. Oh, kids. <laughs> right now, team, we're going to the uh, the Blessed Mary Church uh, in Brooklyn. Oh, yep. What are we doing here? Jeez, look at the architecture. Ah, it's, it, it's a beautiful church, Gilly. <laughs> Funny you say that. It is a very beautiful church. So beautiful that the artist Sabrina Carpenter wanted to perform her latest uh, film clip in there for her new song called Feather. Okay. Now, before we move on, Sabrina Carpenter, producer Snooze, you're good at this sort of stuff. Who was she having beef with? There was a song, maybe Olivia Rodrigo, potentially. Was it Carpenter? I think it's, yeah, oh, is it, yeah, Olivia Rodrigo, because she got the before act of Taylor Swift uh, tour and Olivia didn't. So apparently the song Vampire might be about Sabrina Carpenter. Sorry, Ducko, go on. (laughs) Good, man, that's a good fact. You know, you're painting a picture of Sabrina. Uh, anyway, she was filming her hey, new hey, tune. Hey, hey, she hey, was filming hey. her new tune. Yeah. Well, we, I mean, I don't know, man. Uh, I wouldn't go after Rodrigo. She was filming her new tune, Carpenter. I mean, Feather. Yeah. Okay. I don't mind this. I believe. Can I just? There was a love triangle. I remember now, wasn't there? Yeah. So it was I definitely think a love triangle. Even in Driver's License, the bit where she mentions the boy and that yes, girl, that's I right. should be scared of or whatever. I really didn't know we hang on to Sabrina this. Carpenter. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I was here that's Pete Ashland in Lifetime. That's why I remember that. Yeah, right. <laughs> Joshua Bassett, his name was. Ah. Well, it's this song from Sabrina Carpenter called Feather that she wanted to film in the church. Okay? Good tune. She wanted to film it in the church. Her production company apparently disclosed to the church saying, hey, we're going to be doing some naughty things. Uh, we're going to be doing some things that maybe are a bit sacrilegious, yeah. uh, wearing some skimpy clothing and yep. grinding up on the holy water. <laughs> Apparently, on the holy water. On the holy water. How do you grind on water? That's no, awesome. you don't like the stand of it, you know. Uh, what I mean? yeah, yeah, Apparently yeah. the church agreed to it. Uh, and then when the final cut came out and fans are loving the music video, uh, the Brooklyn Bishop, Father Robert Brennan, was horrified when he saw what happened in his church. <laughs> he had no idea. He thought they'd signed off on it. It was just like a normal video. He had no idea what it was. The, he, the parish then tried to come out and say that her production company um, did not disclose what she was doing. And the production company came out saying, yes, we did. Here it is. You actually signed off on it. In fact, one of your vicars signed off on it uh, and took our money. So then, then now Brooklyn Bishop, Father Robert, who is 
outraged. I love the, I love picturing the contract, like clause twenty two: thou do. shalt be allowed yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, grind up upon grind thy on holy, the holy water. water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she's walking down the aisle in a short skirt, and apparently Fala just was not around that. So what he's done is he's fired his vicar. Uh, <laughs> he's, he, he got rid of him, what? and apparently he, they've had to st- close the church and re-bless the holy water. Oh, my God. Oh, they've had to close everything. They've shut up shop. He's, he's fired some of the stuff. Obviously taking the money. They're not idiots. Uh, and, re, and re-bless the holy water. Do you have to, like, re-filter it through some you, kind of holy says, strainer or something? re-bless the church with holy water to make it a suitable place for God again. So maybe you have to drain it. Then you've got to, I don't know, do some prayer. And then you've got to put it back I in. Mean, how precious is God that he's not rocking up because someone did a bit of dry humping? Oh, no. I would like to think that God's everywhere, right? Oh. Yes. Yeah. Apart from, as I often say to my husband, not that I'm having sex. He doesn't watch that. Well, but he's everywhere else. He doesn't care. He's yeah. down with it. He's just he's up for it. You know, <laughs> or I mean? she. They. Who, who oh, is yeah. Brooklyn Father Bishop Robert Brenner? Um, who, who is he to say that God doesn't like it? Do you know what exactly, I mean? Right. Exactly. And and I'm I'm very. What is he like the head of the church? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So anyway, guys, apparently the video is doing very well. The film clip's doing well. The song's doing great. You probably hear it here. I've got on it here. lined up on YouTube, ready to watch it. I'm <laughs> desperate to watch it. <laughs> but you know, you don't shut up so I can watch it. Keep keep all keep all talking about what's trending. What's trending? Trending now. Does your man love you? That is the question being posed by influencer Kelly Bode, who has shared one rule that shows if your partner truly loves you. It's called the footpath rule. It's very easy to explain, but I'll let Kelly do it. The sidewalk rule is when a man walks on the outside of the sidewalk closest to the cars. It's because women want to feel protected by their man. And by him moving her to the inside of the sidewalk, it indicates that he cares about her safety and that he wants to protect her. And that takes a box deep in our brain that tells us that he's a safe man who cares for us. (laughs) Some people saying, oh, my dad told me this and said, Never be with a man who doesn't walk on the outside of you. Yeah. Now, this isn't new. Flight of the Concords, 2006 or something, had an episode where, you know, Brett asked, did you walk on the outside of her? Maybe that's why she dumped you. Yeah. This has been around for a long time. Yeah. Do you do do this, Ducko? Does Adrian do it for you, Ash? Well, no, he absolutely doesn't. He's generally walking ahead of me, annoyed that I'm walking too slow. (laughs) Yeah. And they're fighting the whole time because yeah. I'm like, I've got little legs. I can't keep up with <laughs> you. And then I do catch up with him, but then he walks fast and I fall back again. Yeah. So I don't know what that means. Yeah, that's not good. I don't know what that means either. Mm. Yeah. I don't say I would do this. No, I don't think I'm very regular. I think it happens sometimes, I guess. Sometimes the dog's on the side. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, Morgan, she can protect me too, man. She can be on the side. And I need to know i got a good woman who's protecting me as well. I know that's because. Why. She's a nurse. Oh, yeah. She'll fight off anyone. Yeah. She'll... Absolutely. But I feel as though walking on the inside, because we're on, like, depends which side of the street you're on, footpath you're on. Yeah. But if I'm walking on the inside when we're on the left, that means that I can buffet her from pedestrians walking the other way. See, I'd say, that, I'd say they're more dangerous, oncoming pedestrians. Yes. You know what I mean? Because no doubt this rule originally was probably men going, <laughs> I'll stop a car. <laughs> if a car is coming yeah. towards yeah. us, yeah. I'll give it a good old one-two. <laughs> Here I a go. bit of a hip and shoulder and I'll save you, babe. Don't <laughs> yeah. you worry. Drop the shoulder into the car. But if I'm on the inside, I won't have enough time to react to be able to stop that car for you. So I better walk on the outside. Yeah. Um, so I yeah. think there are other ways we can test whether your partner loves you rather than take advice from some 13-year-old annoying girl of 
TikTok. No, no, she looks you know at least mean? 19. Uh, yeah. Oh. Uh, this is it. I mean, this is true love. Go out there, ladies, today and see if your man does this for you. you yeah. Know? Just go test it out. Don't mention it. Yeah. Just see. How many, though, even if they did, right? Even if they did walk on the outside to do it, if a car did come, how many would just let go of the hand and run? <laughs> it's true. It's so true. I mean? ah, it's so right. true. What happened? Sorry, I blacked See out. <laughs> <laughs> Quite literally. That was the Nick Jess and Ducko with Ash London podcast. The new Mick Crispy from Macca's is set to be their next big thing. Try it today at Macca's. Available after 10.30am. Hits 106.1.